It's the opposite. You. But they don't know that. I know. <laughs> I know. Hey, what's the date? Uh, the 6th. The 6th of March. I can't hear you very well. All right. Wasn't I brave to ask our waiter out? Yeah. All, oh, did could, you ask him out? Yeah, yeah I asked him if he was dateable. Also be considered harassment, so just be careful <laughs> it's both. with that. It's a little harassment I'm just saying, with lunch. If you lunch. were a dude and he was a chick, that would totally be harassment. Would it? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. In fact, but that's okay because you know the power, the power differential exists, and yeah. I will exploit it, exploit it as l- much as I can because I have less power. So oh, I'm come less on. accountable. <laughs> that was for you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! I can't. I feel like I can't hear you guys. Yeah, uh, it's a little low. Can you crank the low. monitor can feed you? at all? I need oh, a little guitar in my monitor. Yeah, I still don't hear you very more. well. Okay. What is it? More cowbell. More cowbell, please. There yeah, I don't. I don't feel. I'm not. I'm not feeling the it's same better, sense of access. And yeah, because availability. it's like we're. Uh, it's like we're not quite in the same room yet. Oh, there we go. Hey, now, now talking. we're talking about it. I had this gig the other day, and I forgot to hit record on my audio oh, recorder for the subject. Ouchie, ouchie. I caught it, so I had them back. It was a small interview, but still, that sucks. I'm putting my glasses on. All right, we're going uh, totally unstructured. I Good. guess we're just going to go we, with love. Don't we do intro music? Love? Yeah, what's I did. We, I did. Oh, you already did? We're recording right now? Yep. Holy oh, crap. Ooh. That was Hermantown. So, Dave, I have two. a question to ask you. Yes. You know, I'm sort of innocent of hockey and watching sports in general. How, you know, you asked that we meet here at George and the Dragon so that you could watch the game because it was on the TV. I am watching the game right now. Yes, and I'm curious. I've been watching you watch the game, and I'm curious how you do it and what you're looking for. Because, for example, the closest uh, analog I can think of is if there was, say, a movie I really wanted to watch on, and I might want to watch the movie, but I don't think I could watch the movie and converse. But you're able to watch and converse and, and do all that. Well, so I'm not, I well, just want to know, pa- like, what are you checking in you on? You know, okay, so this, this brings up one, one thing I've, I've been thinking about sports lately, which is that it's always the same movie. Okay, <laughs> interesting. Basically. <laughs> um, but within that movie, there's slight variations. So, that, you know, there's always kind of a dramatic arc. Yeah. And it's always the same. You know what the outcome is going to be, that one or the other of the teams is going to win or lose. Um, but within there, there's little slight variations. But you're not, you're not watching it. So you don't have it. to watch. You can kind of watch with half an eye. And... Uh, but then, aren't you missing right some now. of the action? I mean, are, you're not you, just checking in on the scores, Pablo, right? Pablo, do not feel listened to. What do you, why? why? Because you, you know the no, myth of multitasking. I'm, I'm right? yeah. Oh no, no, I'm it has nothing to do. It has yeah. nothing to do with that. I don't mind that at all. Oh, it's okay. honestly just sort of like, um, I, I'm wondering what you're getting out of the of watching it because you're you're not watching it enough to sort of see the action. And this is my assumptions. I don't know this. Yeah, I'm kind but, of checking in. But you're checking now. in and you're I know you're seeing the score cuz you've been noting when one team is ahead or, or behind. But also isn't this about your background? I mean, you're a hockey player and this is a great interest of yours. It's a big part of your life. So does that is that part of it, Dave? Well, I like hockey cuz I think it's a beautiful sport and I think and it's very fast and very uh the, just the skill level of, um, especially these high school kids nowadays, it just is astounding. Um, 
Yeah, and uh, and it's also a real. It's it's a Minnesotan thing, and and the Minnesota S- State High School Boys Hockey Tournament is something that happens every March, and has been happening since 1947. And it's a big deal, right? And it's a big deal in Minnesota, and it's a tradition. And there's and it's just a happy time. It kind of signifies the coming of spring, mm. and it. it it's fun to go down to the XL Center and see all the happy high school kids <laughs> and celebrating that their team made it to state, yeah. which my team, Matamidi, did make it to state. Woohoo! And they are going to be uh, playing this afternoon. Some, probably the game will start. Oh, there's only 34 seconds left in the Hermantown St. Cloud Cathedral game, so probably the Matamidi game will start in about 20 minutes or and, half and, an hour. And so, so that, that's the one you're really interested in, Yes, right? yeah. Matamidi. So will we be giving updates as we go? I or? would imagine that okay. I will Okay, okay. <laughs> I just want to check in. Updates every now and then. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it looks like it's going to be Hermantown. They're up 6-2 to two right now. Do you remember so. 2013 when it was all black ice on Lake of the Isles for about a month? Last year was the Last best black, year black was ice year great, but I, ever, I, ever. I have to argue that point because 2013 was amazing. For almost a month, it was complete black ice, and you could... You could go all the way to Cedar Lake. I mean, maybe this year was good too. Last, I guess I took more no, advantage. Last, last year, I think, was the really? best that. Oh, it, it's yeah. such a gift when that happens, and you can just skate the whole lake. Oh, oh. it was amazing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a joy. Yeah, it is. That's a Minnesota joy. Oh, game's over. Okay, who won? Hermantown. Okay. Hermantown Hawks. So. Hi, it's hey. Dave, Kristen. <laughs> Pablo. Yeah. What's happening in the news? Coronavirus. Oh, yes, wash your hands. Warren dropped out. Uh, Warren dropped Warren out. Dropped it looks out. like Biden is going to be yep. our candidate. Oh, God. I know. Uh, <sighs> we'll all. It just makes me tired. Yeah, me too. And sad. A little and sad. sad. Yeah. yeah. But he'll have. I, I heard him described as a bland date. <laughs> a what? Bland a date. Bland a date. Bland. Bland date. Not a candidate. Oh, bland a date. Gotcha. A little slow on the uptake. Our bland a date. Yeah, but at least he, he's a somewhat normal person who will put other people kind in. Kind of, but it I, seems I'll like he doesn't know who he is or where. Hill. Well, he's got many unforgivable things in his past, but he reads. He's smart. Voted for Iraq to go to Iraq. I know he vote. He would. Yeah, I know all these. Yeah, but I, coronavirus. Yeah, that's an that's an interesting. Um, Just wash my thing. hands. Did, I did too. What? No. What's the song you sing when you wash your hands? Because we're supposed to. You're sing supposed it. to sing Happy Birthday three times. Oh, thank you for hand sanitizer. Pablo brought oh, the juice. The Purell. We're, we're safely podcasting. No, thank you. I just. Safely washed. podcasting. Um, I sing. Um, Ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. Great civil rights song. I don't know that song. Oh, come on, really? Sing it. Ain't gonna let nobody turn me around. Turn me around. You guys know this? Turn me around. Gonna keep on walking. Keep on. You don't know that song? Nope. Ooh, it's a great uh, song. 
I made my own hand sanitizer because <gasps> the uh, this is not it. This is the last <laughs> of the. That's but I, I was out, you know, and I went to Walgreens, and I, I actually made my own hand sanitizer because I was incensed that I couldn't buy a product online or in the store that should be available to me as my God-given right as a consumer. <laughs> what? How did how you, you make you it? You just Googled how did to make just, hand sanitizer? You just sanitizer? carry around vodka and pour it over your hands? You can use vodka, actually, but no, you can use alcohol. Um, use alcohol as propyl. How do you thicken it up? Aloe vera. Aloe vera gel. Oh. Now, the important part to all this is it's supposed to be like, uh, I think, uh, three parts... Three parts alcohol, two parts, I don't know, one, two-thirds alcohol, one-third aloe vera, which gives it a very sort of liquidy mix. So mm. I've been altering it, and it it is very likely totally ineffectual, but it sure <laughs> smells like poison, so that's <laughs> got to be good. I've noticed that the smell of the disinfectant is starting to smell good to me. It smells like safety or somehow care or love. <laughs> Purell, we smell like love. I don't like lotions of any kind. I don't like putting that sh- I agree. shit on my body. I agree, but I think um, you know it's it's a numbers game, and anything you can do to sort of improve your number is probably a good thing. Number of what? Uh, you, you know, like statistically, how much you're exposed, how often you're washing your hands, all that other kind of stuff. I don't buy it. You know. I don't want to talk about coronavirus. <laughs> it's all we ever talk about. <laughs> Actually, I don't think we've ever talked about sickness. No, we, no, haven't. we haven't. No. Oh. Have we? Sickness. What? Let's not talk about no, sickness. No, let's not talk <laughs> about sickness. <laughs> injuries. No. Let's, or let's, injuries. Let's talk about You ever delights? had that thing where you, you're sitting around with a crowd, and uh, like at a party, and suddenly and everybody's regaling you with their most their serious injury? Injuries. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's talk about things we love, friends we are interested in. I love you guys. I I'm love, you, I love guys. you guys. Yeah. I mean, we were talking before we put the microphones on about how this is... Going to be structured. It, well, it also... like <laughs> We're to, not doing so good. <laughs> we're not doing really well. But about the whole idea that we started this out of um, kind of a joy of being together and having fun and friendship and, you know... I, I'm interested in, in that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is Dave 2.0. <laughs> he's a little. He's running more, out of fuel. Yeah, he's a little tired. No, no, no. I'm fully energized. I'm, Are you? I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm. Actually, I've got this nervous energy guy. I went to the um, to the XL and watched the Matamira game the other night with Kathy. And, uh, oh, my God, I couldn't believe how hyped up I got and how nervous I was. I couldn't. I, I, I was just. For the game oh, For the sports? Yeah. For well, the well the, Yeah, it was a very good game. It was uh, the uh, Matamira was behind 0-2 yeah. uh, to two after the first period, down 1-2 to two at the end of the second period, and wound up winning it 5 to 2 um, in the with one empty netter but they scored their three goals uh, in a cluster and wow. uh, and it was just thrilling amazing yeah, yeah. I was like, oh my god now does Kathy like hockey too no oh i mean she doesn't dislike it and she, she went with me out of politeness <laughs> but uh, uh, 
Yeah, what, I, I love hockey. What is an empty netter? Uh, at the end of the game, the, when one of the teams pulls their goalie because they're behind and they've only got probably two minutes or less in the game, so they pull their goalie and put an extra player, an extra uh, extra skater out there. But then their their goal, is that what it's called? Is empty. Is empty. Like somebody could conceivably just score on them, right? Right, right. So typically a, a defenseman will kind of hang around and serve as an Arasat's goalie. Uh, but generally it's just, it, it's kind of like a, a Hail Mary gotcha. type thing. So you, instead of having five skaters out there, you have six skaters and you're just trying balls out to score. Also, an empty netter is a euphemism for not wearing a condom. And um, you guys, having your balls out on the ice does also not sound comfortable. You guys, you guys, I, I have to say I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm fading. The sports talk has me. I feel like I'm dwindling. I feel like I'm. <sighs> okay, Frabes. <laughs> no more sports. I'm, but, but it's a phenomenon. I mean, it is you know, I mean, if you want to talk, yeah. if, if you want to talk sociologically about it. Okay. Um, that boy, I mean, you really obviously know, you know how to get me well, back in the game. Man. And one of the things, one of the things. Uh, so I've been thinking a lot about sports lately because I, I'm not a super sporty guy. Oh, see, empty netter right there. There was uh, Emmy. Okay, We're I don't know enough TV. about any of it to know what I'm supposed to be looking at. I just saw two guys hugging and skating. Yeah, that was the end of the game. The uh, St. Cloud pulled their goalie. They just showed a replay of Hermantown scoring an empty netter. They all look like very good friends. Yeah, well, these guys have probably grown up together. You know, they've been playing since they were three years old with each other. And That's sweet. Yeah. Hey, wasn't that Malcolm Gladwell who wrote about the hockey? Yeah, yeah. I thought that was really interesting, yeah, speaking interesting. of sociology and how, depending on the birthday, what yeah, was yeah. the theory? Depending on the birthday and how they trained. Did you read this, Pops? No, but I, I um, think Malcolm Gladwell is cute, but I can't take him seriously. Yeah, okay. Well, let's get back to sports. Uh, <laughs> so, one of the things that I've realized is that I... Uh, I I almost have a form of like facial blindness. Oh, uh, um, like aphasia? An aphasia toward uh, um, sports score, uh, sports statistics. Oh, and uh, uh, a lot of so as a man and Pablo, maybe we you know maybe you can corroborate. No, don't this. throw me into that bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Balls out, folks. I'm half so, woman on my mom's side. There, of the when you when you get into a small talk conversation with a group of men, yeah. typically there there are a couple of safe s- subjects that you can start a conversation w- about, and the, uh, like weather and sports. And I, sp- I mean, I don't ever talk about sports because I don't know anything about sports. But d- have you ever found that, or, uh, or found yourself in a situation where you wanted to talk about more about sports because the nope. guys that you're hanging out with no. are talking about sports? Never about the. Vikings or first no. of all, I have to give a visual because Pablo has dark glasses on today. Yeah, what's that all and about? I and a hat on. I don't know what's happening over there, but um, you know, mobster Pablo is in the room. I think he's you baked. look badass. I <laughs> hey man, <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, in fact, when someone you don't hang out with those kinds of guys. Well, I sometimes I do. I mean, I have a lot of friends that are into sports, but. Um, they're also into other things where we share commonalities. 
when I meet somebody that I don't know and they want to talk about sports or they're talking about sports, they say, hey, what about the blah, blah, blah? I just tell them straight up, hey, man, I really don't know anything about sports because I don't want to bum them out. And there's just it's a non-starter. I can't even fake a conversation about sports. Now, I'm not a sports hater. Um, you know, like uh, I don't want people's teams to do badly or to to bum people out when they're excited about sports. I'm I'm sports supportive. I just don't know anything about it. And I don't really care. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I kind of am the same way in many ways. Like I say, I don't know like who who's the coach of anybody but the Vikings yeah. uh, and the football. Uh, or who the what is coming up in the draft or any of that kind of but surprisingly you know Hamby yeah yeah Tom, Tom Hamilton. Hamilton yeah do you know him I know Tom Hamilton yeah so I didn't know you his he's name a sport Hamby <laughs> yeah Ham, Hamby is a sporty guy I didn't he know Hamby knows. was a sporty guy yeah well that doesn't actually surprise me because he knows so much he's a just a vat of information because he's super smart. <laughs> Let's come yeah. up with a different word oh, than yeah. vat for Tom <laughs> <laughs> A wad? Yeah, he's just got a large cache of knowledge. How about cache. An, how about an, uh, an icon of <laughs> knowledge? Or, uh, an edifice. There we go. An edifice <laughs> of learning. Yeah, let's try and be more highfalutin in this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah no, Hamby, I, I got to talking about fo- football with him one time, and he yeah. was, oh, my God, I could not believe how. Wow. How, yeah. Well, I have a lot of arty-farty friends that are super solid sports fans. Hmm. I don't I don't think you, you know, I know a lot of people that are really into sports, and I know a lot of women that are into sports. Minnesota Lynx, when McKenna discovered the Lynx, whoa, that changed our lives. That was exciting. That was the only time in my life I've been devoted to a sports team, gone to a live sporting event that didn't happen during middle school that I was forced to go to. And it was really exciting. And we followed the players, and yeah, it was thrilling. I can see the appeal of, it's a kind of almost a devotional of attitude, honor, teamwork, all the things that they talk about, sportsmanship, values, speaking of sociological, that is exciting when you can really see. I mean, basketball, though, is different from football. I mean, football, thumbs down. Double thumbs on the football. Really? Why? Hate it. Hate it. Why? Patriarchy. And baseball (laughs) isn't? All the sports are like that. Basketball is a little different. I mean, you know, you don't have to go into the structure of how people make their money or who is put forward and, you know, just watch hoop dreams, whatever. But there is an, a, a vibrant women's basketball, girls and women's basketball scene. Same with hockey, actually. Yeah. There's a, a real, I mean, right. ho- girls' hockey is amazing. And yeah, that's, yeah. that's high school kids? Yeah, high school and college. Mm. I mean, the women's gophers are Badass. Yeah, they are amazing. And is it? It's yeah. the same game. And there is right? some, now a pro uh, uh, women's pro hockey scene. But they, but really, women's hockey only started with Title Nine, which mm-hmm. uh, was I don't know twenty, thirty years ago, or, uh, mm-hmm. it, it fairly recently. So, um, but uh, yeah, women's hockey is amazing. There there is really no women's football. So yeah, I could see where you say. Well, that, I but. just the 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 head injury, the gladiatorial aspect of the kind of sacrifice that those players make and and how it's used by corporate shills as a way to make money i just hate the whole thing 
End of story. Yeah, it's very military too. It has all sports are, but I think football is the worst it's for the worst. for being you know thanking our troops. And, you know, oh. like it's a big uh, yeah. military devotional thing yeah. before games, often with you know planes flying flying over and. That's know. also just a, isn't it also just a function of it being a really popular, well money thing. I suppose, but you don't get as much of that in in basketball or, or even hockey, which is kind of a rednecky sport in many yeah. ways. Uh, but you know, you get the, of course, every you always sing the national anthem and take off your hat and all that kind of stuff before any game. Um, but you don't get as much of the, you know, glorification of. I mean, the only thing that I know remotely that's sort of close to that is the chess world. <laughs> Do you guys sing the national anthem before a no, chess match? No, there's none of that. But you know, there's um, tournaments, and you keep, you know, maybe you'll watch some tournaments, and, and uh, you know, look at games and, and follow what's going on. Say, and the, you know, there was just a world championship not too long ago. And yeah, Kurwana and, and Carlson, and that was really interesting. Marcus, uh, what's Magnus? That? Magnus. Yeah. Magnus Carlson. Yeah. He's a phenomenal player. So, yeah. But watching a chess game, you know, it's not quite the same. <laughs> There's not a lot of action. But it's considered a sport, right? I mean, some would say. Yeah. In the old days, it used to be that that was, a, like, it was considered a real sport. Yeah. I, I think. Mean, I, I don't. I'm not uh, gonna put on my sports pants and try and guess what's a sport and what's not, but. I mean, it takes a lot of effort, um, a lot of mental effort. It does, it's physically, it can be really grueling, a long tournament, in a different kind of way than other sports, but. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, who was it, Charles Barkley, who was on, after Lance Armstrong won the Tour de France, and Charles Barkley, was, who was a basketball player, was on, uh, on TV, and he said, Lance Armstrong, I won't hear about Lance Armstrong. He's not, he's not an athlete. That's the, cycling is just riding a bike. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not that's not athletic. Well, he could give it a try for a day and see how he fared. <laughs> yeah, or twenty days across yeah. Europe. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, right. What is what is a sport? Yeah, what I makes it a sport? What makes it know. athletic? Well, I think aren't those two different questions? Are sports and athletics the same thing? Yeah, and then there's the whole thing about being a sportsman. You know, you see all these right. these magazines I mean, for like sportsmen, and that's actually just shooting shooting is, things. Yeah, yeah and that's fly sport, being a sport, right? Yeah, right. I mean, if fly fishing, yeah, is bass, a sport, bass fishing, be a yeah, sport. bass fishing is definitely a sport. I mean, it's considered a sport by many people. I guess if there's some sporting element, like you can win, you can lose. Chess is a sport that way. Maybe it has to do with a team or some kind of a social, social situation. I don't know. I don't know. I don't uh, want to. Yeah. I know. I, I feel like we're. Have we already in, gone too long? I, feel, I, I feel like we're the most boring people. At least we I, down, I can speak for myself. We went down the elf hole. Guys. I went, no, we went down the anti elf hole. 
<laughs> there was nothing more the interesting hole. down there. <laughs> we went down the skate the net We hole. went into the stadium tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. We're in the VOM. All right, you let's, guys. let's make it real. Let's okay. get real. Let's get real. Real talk. Real talk. <sighs> What's happening? <laughs> Dave's, Dave's just sitting back so he can so see high. the TV I gotta better. Take a I gotta take a photo. I'm just, of this. I'm not quite sure that we're into the scintillating territory when there's television going no, on so at chill. the same time that we're doing so you, our podcast. You think Dave is distracted? I think that you know the quality of attention of listening and talking may be subpar this what? podcast. <laughs> I would say now that his Matamidi team is playing. I I know. I'm noticing him <laughs> being a little less participatory. Well, you know, hey, can I tell you something I'm really they looking forward yet. to? Let's hear it. What? I'm really looking forward to tomorrow is the first Saturday of the month. And oh. every first Saturday of the month, I uh, and my friend Denise Alden, who I went to elementary school with, we hold space for this thing called Hey White Lady. And it's oh, a right. racial workout space, and it's all about um, kind of an on-ramp to anti-racist awareness and consciousness, and and I'm really looking forward to it because people are starting to uh, come. There's a lot of barriers. That's awesome. How? What kind of numbers are you getting? Oh, very low, extremely low. <laughs> I mean, so low. But good, good. it's going to be interesting because really since since I redid the website. And now but you got a website. Yeah, we have a we have a website. Do you My, guys have a podcast? Because I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm trying to take over the podcast here now to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, go for it. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it though because it's at Bone Shaker Books the first Saturday of every month at three o'clock, and we're going to be talking about. I brought the book. I'm I'm actually. So I'm, is it? This is one of my favorite things. Are we doing like Oprah's favorite things, or are we doing? What, what did you She's call holding last up time? a book. It's uh, called Me and White Supremacy by, what does it say? Layla F. Saad. Uh-huh. S-A-A-D. Yeah, it says Combat, combat racism. racism Change the World. Let's read it together. Okay. Combat, combat Racism Change the, change the World. And, and become, become a good, good and Okay, guys, that's really good <laughs> attitudinal. <laughs> now that's a sport. But it is a sport. <laughs> it is a workout. I'm telling you, after a hour of really digging in, I'm exhausted are, are there, and um, also thrilled. Are there a lot of people of color there? No, it's primarily, I mean, it's an inclusive space, but really it's primarily about white people getting their shit together. You know, when people getting say... Woke. Yeah, well, getting getting active and getting aware, I would say, is the And what's goal. the methodology? It's a space, it's a, a space that's held for conversation about white supremacy. Um, at large, on a personal scale, both? Everything. 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 Yeah. What anybody, it's kind of a circle space where people bring up things. We have conversation about it. Um, we're trying to encourage a culture of, of white people talking about anti-racist action and living in order to uh, change change things well, for this the is, better. This is interesting in the way that it, this intersects with my hockey. Oh, talk about it. I'm interested. Which is that hockey is about... It probably is the whitest of all the sports, is I would it? think. Not a lot of why people do you of think color that's playing hockey. Not do you think it's because it's... No. A, why? Why do you think? Well, 
it's originally you know a Canadian sport. Um, but it just, I mean, you just look on at hockey rinks and you go to hockey games and you know, I, like, so I was at the XL and I, just, I said to Kathy, uh, how, how many black people do you think are here? And uh, you know, I don't know that I saw a single ba- black person in that whole stadium. Well, no, I did in, in the student sections. I saw some black people, black kids, but um, but it, yeah, it's just a very white sport. It came came from Canada originally. Uh, you know, not a lot of black people in Canada, and uh, um, but the way that the thing that this particular tournament really brought into stark, stark. Uh, I can't think of words. <laughs> relief, stark relief, not stark relief. Deli- anyway, display, uh, stark display. Okay. Maybe that's it. Anyway, is just how I know we're all is just what a white background I came from, and and yeah. how uh, wait. You, Dave? Well, yeah, Matamidai is such an enclave of white privilege. It's amazing. And the kids that I grew up with are now such fucking... A (laughs) lot of them are just such fucking awful, you know, Trumpers. Oh, dear. And, uh, you know, it's it's a... up middle class, upper middle class community that just it, it, I, we didn't have a single black person in my whole high school. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole time I was growing up, I never knew a black person. Um, wow, really? Till when? Never until I was in college. Wow. And uh, what um, side question? When did you eat your first bagel? Oh, Serious you know, I, actually, in high school, I, we went to New York and we ate, and yeah, our, our That's marching band. That's interesting because I was just talking the other day about eating my first bagel at Lori Calvin's family's shiva for their her mom. Wow. I ate uh, unleavened bread when I was in elementary school for my first time because I had a Jewish. We had some Jewish people in our in our. So you're you're saying community. you ate unleavened bread because your people. Did not were not able to carry leavening with them on the long journey. <laughs> <laughs> Too white. Did privilege. not have time to bake bread. Anyway, I came from a very uh, a community of white privilege, and I ran into a couple of gir- uh, girls that I play girls, women that I gals Thank that you. I play hockey with, uh, that I play uh, adult recreational hockey with, uh, who are from Matamidai, oh. and. Uh, and we were saying to each other that we f- feel like our adult lives are sort of a process of just recovering from growing up in Matamida. Interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. White, uh, white uh, fragility, white privilege, white yeah. s- supremacy, white, 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 white. Um, we are white. So is there a difference in like the high school scene versus the professional Hockey scene in terms of uh, you know diversity? No, not really. In fact, I, I think in the in the NHL, like I, yeah, in the NHL, there's actually starting to be. Um, and, and in fact, in the Wild, there's a couple of black players, um, Minnesota Wild. But um, uh, yeah, you know, because Canada is becoming more. You know, a lot of great players still come from Canada, and. You know, a lot of them come from the big cities, mm-hmm. Vancouver, Toronto. Um, well, I, I would imagine there's a lot of barriers to access at the beginning of the sport. Yeah, it's an expensive sport. sport. It's, it's a like very expensive sport. It's like equestrians, 
hockey players. Yeah. Things that have gear. Have yeah, that require gear. That require gear, that require parental um, driving. I mean, I know some hockey moms, and that is its own job. And a rink. you got to have the you rink, have, and that's got to have access. time is expensive. You have yeah. to it's, have parents. It's just a very expensive Like sport. a parent who's willing to drive. It's like being a golf parent. Yeah. That is a that's a very that never occurred privileged. to me that there were golf parents, but now that you mention it, it makes perfect sense. Oh my God, I have a I have a friend, my friend Lori, who's a golf parent. The amount of driving she's done and waiting, okay, more than two, unbelievable. Here Dave they are. Is they're boss introducing. To the game. Well, to the, game. The, the they're introducing the players right now. Here's the war. How, how this old is are Waro, these kids? Or the, this is uh, Matamirai, actually. Okay, how old are these kids? You know, high school kids. Seven, you know, a lot of uh, freshmen. Uh, so stuff. 15 through 17, or potentially 18. It's 14 through 18, probably. Hmm. Yeah, or you know, maybe 19 if somebody's been held back. And, and aren't there? Uh, isn't hockey known for its sort of fighting and brutality? No, 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 not Hockey's at all. Not known it's for no, that. No, it's not. Well, it, it is a lot. Yeah, lay people think that it's a, r- a rough sport, but it's actually not a rough sport at all. But I, all which I ever is why see is a lot these of guys play punching each other and blood. And no, well, yeah, in the NHL, there's still some vestige of that. NHL. But uh, that's the professional. Pro, yeah. Pro is there hockey. another pro hockey league other than the NHL? Yeah, there's other, you know, sort of semi-pro leagues. And there's so you're saying international. At, the, at the high school level, that's not happening. No, it's, uh, that's good. Yeah, you know, you see little, little, what they call, what Lou Nanny, the guy who uh, announces a lot of these games, would call meet and greets. You know, where, where people. It sounds ominous. Little scrums in front of the net where people are pushing people around and stuff but no you don't see the big fist fights the bloody fist fights and you don't see you know a lot of people think oh you play hockey you're you still got all your teeth well nowadays everybody wears a full face mask full pads it's it's very and you know when you fall on the ground it's a sliding fall and you seldom do you go into the boards very hard yeah you know in the hockey that i play it's no check no slap shot hockey so it's you Generally, you know, you get hit hit by the puck occasionally, but that's about as bad as the injuries get. Sometimes you hit the puck. Sometimes the puck hits you. That's very true. Um, but it, it's at this level too. You you see very little uh, brutality. A lot of brutality in chess, but none of the <laughs> physical nature. Yes, but well, yeah. Bobby Fischer was a well. He uh, had problems. Yeah. <laughs> he had real problems. I mean, I don't think he ever physically assaulted anybody, though. What's that beautiful film about? Searching for Bobby Fischer? No, that's a good one, but there's... Well, that's actually about Josh Waitzkin. Oh, no, I'm thinking about Glenn Gould. I'm thinking about Glenn Gould. Also a great film. Yeah, but what's that film called? 32... 32 films about Glenn Gould, something like that? No, no, but it was there was a... Jeffrey Rush was in a film. Yeah, there was that one. And it was, I think, a one-word title, and it was based on Glenn Gould, but yeah. I don't think he actually played Glenn different Gould. Different film, but great film. No, no, but I think it was inspired by Glenn Gould. Yes, it was, but different film yeah. than I'm Oh, that's not of. the one you're thinking nope. of? Nope, nope. Are you thinking of 32-something-somethings about Glenn Gould? I think I am. I think I am. Say, has anybody seen any good films? Um, what are you delighted and excited by? Let's, let's pump a little... Uh, adrenaline into this uh, I like snooze the fest. 
Snooze fest. What are you talking about? I'm on pins and needles. They're about to face off right know, here. But Can you see this? I'm not watching. Look, Look at the TV. Oh, I'm They're not. just about I'm, to drop the... Okay, first of all, can we talk about the problematic uniforms they have on? Come on. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? Oh, they have well, a, Native American a Native American mascot on their... It's a warriors. I mean, come on. That is, is that In this day and age, there's no excuse for that. So sorry, what's the name oh, of the team? I'm sorry, I'm just Well, it's the War Road Warriors. And do they call themselves the Warriors or the War Roads? Or the, the, the Warriors. Oh, and then the image on their uniform is supposed to be depicting a Native American warrior? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably Yeah, that's that's yeah. a problem. Although, yeah, it's a problem. Although uh, the great hero of that uh, of that team was this guy named uh, Henry Boucher, who was uh, on the North Stars. He was a Native American player who was fantastic, and he's still like the hero of the North Country. You see his pictures of him like in gas stations and stuff hanging on the wall. And um, um, and I saw him in person uh, the other day. Really? Uh, Where did you last. see him? He was sitting in the stands. That's amazing. Did you and talk how old to him? Is he? No. You know, he's like 70 years old. Oh. Well, it's a different thing to be a celebrated, you know, celebrity of, uh, uh, of well, the sport the, than to be a mascot. To some extent, the, the totally word different. warrior. I mean, it's not like the word redskin. The m- mm. <laughs> I can't go there. Obviously. I mean, there are degrees of offensiveness, is what I'm saying. Redskin well, redskin is an offensive term. I hear what you're saying. I think the image Warrior is, of a, is a term the of, glory, Native American, of glorification. Yeah. Right? Yeah, but it's glorifying a Native American warrior, warrior which is a it's kind a of mess. appropriation. It is. And, yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think I, I know there uh, a lot of people would agree. And I, t- I would tend to agree with you, too, that yeah. people should not be mascots. That's right. A whole groups of people. Appropriated yeah. as mascots, Who's the Maramidai Jews. <laughs> my favorite team, by the way. Oh my god! <laughs> the, yeah, the Maramidai Whites. Yeah, I think that's what it, it would be much more appropriate. Yeah. Which, interestingly, one of the things that I noticed uh, this year is that the um, the home teams now, it, you know. Uh, if you're the home team, you wear light-colored jersey, oh. and uh, and if you're considered the away team, well, at this tournament, obviously nobody's at their home rank or anything. But uh, um, all the students who attend the games, if they're uh, considered the home team, everybody dresses all in white, including like togas and stuff like that. Mm. That's like become a new tradition, I guess. Okay. The only thing so that's interesting... The whole student section is all just white. The yeah. thing that's interested... I, I looked at the TV and I was interested to read that there's a pair of twins who are part of a triplet set who are playing. Oh, really? And it reminded me of a time in my uh, 20s where I visited a home gym in Brooklyn and saw a pair of brothers who were twins beat the shit out of each other at a like boxing gym. Oh, wow. Yeah, that just flashed me right back to that moment where I was... Makes me... What What were you doing at a boxing gym? Exactly. What was I doing? It was No, I was there as an observer, and I I think it was actually... Is this a dream? No, no, no. This actually (laughs) happened. I I think it was when I was studying in New York City. I was part of a theater 
kind of cohort, and we would go to performances all the time, and the director wanted us to be exposed to a lot of different ideas of performance, and we went to this really low-rent Brooklyn gym and saw boxing, you know, and these two brothers, and I remember so distinctly that they came out, they hugged each other, they looked exactly like each other, then they proceeded to beat the shit out of each other and the blood and the boxing things, and one of them won, and then they hugged again, and it blew my mind. There is actually a variant of chess called chess boxing, which involves boxing and chess. It's a it's a real what thing. Are you? Are it's you a real kidding? thing. You're making <laughs> no. I'm this not making it up. Ah. It's called chess boxing. It's a real thing where you do some oh number God. of rounds in the ring, trick? and then you also uh, compete in a in a chess tournament with your opponent. <gasps> that is so. Yeah. That and is how is it scored? Is it, is it is it weighted? Who? I don't like, know <laughs> how it's scored. I don't know what you have to do in the. In either match. Oh my God! Is this a secret club? Is wow. this something that some like no? It's a legit does thing. So I if mean, I googled chess oh yeah, boxing, you'll, you'll find it. it'll be yeah. a thing. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Did you see Fight Club? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Let me just say. <laughs> okay. Now we're waking up. Yes. No, yeah. Here's the thing. So okay. And this is a Stephanie story. <laughs> Stephanie has her undergrad degree in journalism and her master's degree in library science. She is a voracious reader or has been a voracious uh-huh. reader. Maybe she's slowed down. Uh-huh. And we were watching. you're taking up all her time. I don't know what it is. I, it could also be her son. But okay. anyway. Yeah. But uh, somehow Fight Club comes up and like with most of, of the things that have to do with fighting or men or men fighting. She's just like, ugh. She doesn't want to read any books by men or watch any movies by men or she just wants female content. Yeah, she's done. Which I totally she's a get. feminazi. Well, I wouldn't call her that, but but um just like frames. Yeah, but yeah. I, no no, we're retiring I, that obvious phrase. I get it. Retired. Retired. I get it and I think it's fine, you know. You know, she's seen enough Dude, movies, uh, watch whatever you want to watch. I'm but surprised you didn't take offense at the use of Nazi being appropriated. Why would I do that? <laughs> because you will. Hey, I'm you just not really offended by anything. Oh, okay. Anyway, here's the point. Um, so I innocently say, have you ever read Fight Club? And because it somehow comes up, or I, I brought up, I don't know, maybe we are skipping through Fight the channels. Club. It's a book. Right. It's yeah, a right. Book, but, but and it was a and quite, what was the author's name? Uh, Chuck, Chuck Klosterman. Pol- no, no, no. Polonic. Polonic, yeah. Oh, Chuck right. Polonic. But, but, but anyway, I remember when the book came out, it was quite popular among my friends, both men and women, and I knew a lot of people that read it. I didn't read it because it didn't have robot spaceships or time travel in it, mm-hmm. but I knew a lot of people that read it, and then the movie was a big sensation, and I watched the movie years, years later. Anyway, I innocently asked Stephanie, I'm like, hey, did you read Fackle? She was like... No. Why would I? And I was like, well, because it came out at a time that you were reading a lot. And I just thought, you know, it was a popular book. She was like, it's a movie. I'm like, no, it was a book. Anyway, she categorically rejected the idea that it was any kind of legitimate story or anything. And she was only she was only focusing on the title Fight Club. And I said, well, it's not it's not about 
you know, like anyway, I just couldn't get a word in advice. And so then, um, characteristically, I tortured her with it over the next week by saying, hey, ask your guys at work if they've read Fight Club. Hey, hey have you read Fight Club yet? Settle down now. That's very funny. And Has she read it yet? Piece. No. Has she seen but, the movie? No, but would you call her and ask her if she has? Here's the thing, next though. Next time I see her, I'm going to ask her. I, Please do. I understand. I really do understand a certain kind of... I'm done with something, and there is a certain doneness. Like, uh, I, there's only so many action films that I can see. But if there's right, right. honestly, if there's a percent, it's not, that's an action this, film. This though? was my no, point. No, I know, it's but not but an action. Film. I know, but in terms, I guess I'm talking in terms of my my consciousness being um, attend. I'm attending a. Uh, whether it's a book or a movie or something, if there's a, if there's all men, I'm done. I'm not there anymore. I'm just yeah. But this is but Fight Club in many ways is a satire of men. Absolutely, but that you can't you tell any you can't tell any women. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm you, genuinely I'm, asking if you read the book because I haven't read it. I'm just I don't serious. think I have. Okay, but I did see half the movie. Yeah. And then oh, I walked out. Yeah, you have to see out. the whole thing. Yeah, oh, you do no. have to see the whole thing. Here's the funny thing. I don't. Because literally, I'm so done. Like with 1917, Well, that this movie, is very funny because this is so exhausting. a lot, the conversation yeah. that I had I mean, this is a gender divide. It, I hate but, to say but it, but... It, here's the thing. Is yeah. that, that that movie really is... I mean, it I'm, it skewers maleness. I know. And and it's meant for men. I know. I think. And I, and I think I, I I agree with you yeah. that women don't need to see You don't have to deliver that, that information but to me. I think that I it, know it. I think as a document it's a really interesting do, uh, commentary on, on I thought male, it, that's what I thought I believe too. that's yeah. true and I know that isn't Brad Pitt in it? Yeah, and Edward yeah. Norton. And Edward and, Norton and, and I love them both as actors. And Helena Bonham Carter, I believe. It was great. Is that right? Huh. Yeah, I think that's it. Because she always scares me. She's she is she's, very know. scary. <laughs> A room but, um, well, spoiler alert: um, Were you aware of the sort of central conceit of the of the book in that he, the, our protagonist discovers this guy who's this total sort of risk taking, carefree, whatever? And then it turns out that it's actually him, and that he's got sort of a split personality. At the first viewing of it I was not and yeah. then years later I watched the whole thing oh you did watch the whole thing okay yeah out of curiosity what was that guy's name Tyler uh, Durden. Tyler Durden yeah because because now he's a cultural phenomenon of course it's I am not Tyler just a movie well, this, I am Tyler yeah, yeah. and it's this a, was just my point you know yeah. I was just saying like don't you have some mild interest in the cultural phenomenon but no no but 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 my point is that she doesn't need to have any interest in it because she's living it. Her lived experiences as a woman in patriarchy. Well, this is uh, so um, back, well, I think back in the day. Different. Uh, really? uh, when Joyce and I first got together, um, she was a, a women's studies minor. And, uh, and Not she was smart enough to be a major, huh? <laughs> Oh boy, uh, um, <laughs> she uh, ah, poke poke poke. But poke. she at the time was what she referred to as a baby feminist, mm. and she was very oh, yeah, angry. I think you'd say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, she was very angry. Um, and <laughs> at the time, so she was, and she opened my eyes a lot to what you know to my deficiencies <laughs> as, as a male. 
And uh, and so I and in the spirit of that stuff, actually took a men's studies class that they offered for the first time at the at the U of M. And it was taught by, and it was all part of that whole mythopoetic men's movement. Oh, whole, awesome. Did you get Robert naked Blythe. and go into the woods and drill? We yeah. Oh, that's so yeah, awesome. Yeah, we, did, we didn't get naked, but yeah, we, we did a lot of that stuff. And it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> it was pretty off. And, well, but and I would argue that that's kind of an extension of a certain kind of male privilege instead of a that's what that that's what Joy said. Oh, like you need yeah, the whole world is men's studies. What do you need <laughs> men's studies? For? You know, but but the thing, this is like the hey white woman thing. Yeah, you know, like men got to get their shit together, that's and true. men should get together and talk about that's this stuff. Right. And men need to confront their maleness. And this is that's actually true. Strangely enough, this is part of my whole hockey thing. Yeah, and Damn. sports thing. My is, this is men. This is one of the things that men do and i'm i'm sort of exploring that mm -hmm. at this stage of my life i was gonna say my gender deficiencies are probably the best thing about me <laughs> well you know i mean in def is deficiency the right word or is it just awareness or proclivities or conditioning we have we've all had conditioning i have internalized misogyny that i have to get over you've got you know stuff internalized Racism, on you know, bias. We've all got We've big all got blind stuff. spots. Yeah, we have huge blind spots, and it's not so, you know. I mean, one of the things I'm learning is to just try and uh, moment by moment be uh, open to being checked. You know, I, like that phrase, "Where's your receipts?" <laughs> I love that. Show what? your receipts. Um, you know you, the whole white white virtue signaling and you know white people working in anti-racism, but then taking over somehow and thinking that working in anti-racism is a some somehow an appropriative endeavor where you just want to be around people of color. There's all sorts of you know ideas that have more or less to do with one's own comfort rather than actually changing the status quo. Um, I don't know. It's an interesting thing to try and do. So anyway, show your receipts is a way of saying to someone who's virtue signaling or who's saying they're trying to change the status quo, um, well, what are you doing? Show your receipts. What are you actually doing to change things? What do you, who, who do you know? Who are you actually in the trenches with? What privilege are you giving up? Are you aware of your own inner racism? Is it something that is a daily practice to work with? I mean, I think it's really uh, a great phrase because it's about, hey, it's, it's a kind of a poetic way of saying, yeah, really? You're doing what? <laughs> Show me. I guess I'm, at this point, wholly uninterested in all of that sort of framework. I'm only interested in, like... Robots. Spaceships and time travel. <laughs> no, I'm only interested in, in actions where everybody has equal access and buy-in and where we can move forward together. I'm not... I'm interested in community. I'm interested in moving together forward. Can we just be nice to each other? 
I, I, I appreciate what Is you do because okay? you're, you're building community all the time through your... Trying what do you hard do again? Frames. What do you do, dude? You're Pablo Jones dot <laughs> sure com. Pablo sure Jones dot net. More than just That's your receipt. That's your receipt. I don't need more no than just receipts. receipts. But what's receipts. your building? What's your phase again? Building community. I, I yeah. I'm. I provide creative services for nonprofits. I help nonprofits and social justice organizations uh, celebrate their community through art, film, photography, and events. All right. And I donate my some of my time to help those organizations, and then I get paid to do it as well. Yep. So you're building community a lot. But uh, yeah, that's I a mean, receipt. And I'm yeah, it absolutely is, and I'm a beneficiary of it. I mean, I go out to things that you've created and ha- wouldn't exist if you weren't doing that. Fair enough. War Roads uh, on the power play. War uh-oh, Roads uh-oh. on the power play. Uh-oh. We've got aye, some aye, aye, aye. hockey action happening. Our fearless podcast leader is watching TV. What's happening, Dave? Well, Come do on. you know what a power play is? I, uh, I don't. I mean, <laughs> only in my life. Yeah, okay. not, not on the ice. <laughs> only usually is the recipient, <laughs> not the beneficiary. When one team gets a penalty, they have to, uh, one uh, person has to. St- Go to the penalty box. I wish which that's means how that they're one p- player down. Power plays worked in real life. Yeah, I would and like to send a few people to the penalty box. Here, here. Yeah, oh, man. And so <laughs> they, uh, so one team is on the power play, having five players on the ice, and the other team that only has four players on the ice is on the PK or penalty kill. Penalty. So Wait, you, penalty you have kill. You have special. Sounds ominous. Yeah, pen, you're trying to kill the pen, the two minutes of penalty. You know, so oh. you're just trying to kill time and and keep the the other team from scoring. Ooh, the team that's got on the it. power play. It now occurs to me that there's far more about hockey so, I don't know than I realize. Yeah, <laughs> and and there's great metaphors available here. Is what I'm th- hearing from yeah. you, Dave. Yeah, empty netter. Uh, yeah, so uh, Matamita is on the PK. Warroads on the power play. And as you can see, if you look at the TV right now, see the dark guys? Those are the Matamidi guys. They're kind of scrambling around trying to keep uh, Warroad from scoring. I don't have the energy to turn my head. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's the thing. We're in the booth. You're positioned to watch, but Pablo and I are looking at you watching. Just looking at you, man. This is relaxing, actually, uh, talking to you guys, because it keeps my mind off the game. I I would be at home just (laughs) freaking out. Yeah, really. Like jumping and shit? It was pacing, yeah. I, I was b- oh. bouncing in my really? chair. You've got a lot uh, of energy. What's your sign again? When's your birthday? Taurus. Do you believe in astrology? I enjoy it. Oh, I don't care God. if I believe in it or not. I just enjoy it. You know what I, I, I realized about myself? I'm really attracted to women who are really intelligent but are into astrology. Oh, Fascinating. Wait, you and said something there that didn't <laughs> seem to shake out right. Please say that again. Yeah. I like women who are super smart and are really into astrology. And into astrology in the sense that they are believers or yeah, they that, enjoy that, it? That, like there's that, that it, it so almost implies that they're a little bit crazy. Well, you've said that before that you like yeah, the I like, crazy. Yeah, I like women who are a little bit crazy. How, how do you like feel about guys who are into astrology? I don't... Yeah. Like if you had a good buddy who was like, Dave, the Saturn's rising today, so we should... <laughs> would you be like, sure thing, Doug? Or would you be like, what a dummy? 
Yeah, the letter. Okay, okay so interesting. Um, different standards. Yeah, different standards. Different oh, you might want to go to Hey White Dude and explore yeah. that. Yeah, you might. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, now, yeah. yeah. So, so. So there's what, that. What uh, sign is Kathy? I have no idea. Really? You don't know no, when her I birthday is? Uh, I don't know. Some, summertime. <laughs> Wait, what color are her eyes? Uh, some. Uh-oh. No, they're blue. She's got blue eyes. I know she's left-handed and blue-eyed. Oh, that's pretty okay. good. And you know her name, so. Yeah. It's love. Yeah. Three out of whatever. <laughs> You're in good shape. I th- yeah, I could look on my phone and see when her birthday is. <laughs> I'd have to scroll through. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, mada mida discard. Go mada So Dave has a very sort of suspended. Oh, I don't want to yell into the mic, but this look is on awesome. his face. I'm wondering if they got it on a shorty. It's joy. Um, uh, yeah, they might. I think they scored a. Sh- and you're going to have to explain what a shorty means. Uh, shorthanded goal. They scored uh, on the. The penalty kill. Oh, I see. So there was one of their team members was in the penalty box. Yeah, and yet they scored. And they but scored. But they might have been off the penalty. Oh, man, what a beautiful goal. Hey, Frable, Bing, bang, this boom. This is going to go down in Frable. history. A tisket, a tasket, the biscuit, and the yeah. basket. You know how you feel about Fight Club? Yeah. <laughs> I feel similarly about hockey. <laughs> so we're, we are supporting you, Dave, with yeah, love thanks, thanks. and and appreciation for you and mocking no no we weren't mocking. <laughs> we're not mocking we're not mocking so how many numbers does your team have yeah what's the score brother it's one to nothing oh i don't don't look at me like i'm an idiot this isn't why i'm an idiot i'm an idiot for completely different reasons and not knowing the score to your yeah okay. yeah it's oh one to God. nothing fellow, fellow and your team is in the lead yeah, they just okay. yep. All yeah, right. Puck, I'm, yeah. A, I'm definitely in the hay white. We're at uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> four minutes fifty five seconds left in the first period. And oh, how many wow. periods do they have? Three periods, seventeen minutes each. And oh, oh. Uh, wow. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a hockey game just goes about forty minutes, or well, sixty minutes. You know, they zamboni the ice between periods, and uh, and there's play. It's what they call stop time. So. Um, they the clock does not run continuously. Right, right. So it's kind of like football. You know, it, it, yeah. it, there's only an hour in football, but a football game takes three hours. And yeah. are there snacks? Like, what's the, for the food players? game in the stadium? You know, for the people going. Yeah, for the audience members. Yeah, you got your $9 hot dogs and your... And are they good or are they like... Are they, they got some pretty good dogs there. Hebrew? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, Hebrew National. Um, they, yeah, they got those and brats. And, and do they have cheerleaders? And pizza and it's, you know cheerleaders. That's an interesting thing because cheerleaders are are very rare now. I think there was only one team football? that I saw in the tournament this year that had. Yeah, even in football, the Matamidi team doesn't have any cheerleaders for any sport. You know, it's funny in the hierarchy of the cheerleading world of my high school, Orono High School, the hockey cheerleaders were on top. I didn't know how they were the cheerleader. coolest cheerleaders. They had the highest status. 
and they were the top girls of the school. Now, wait a second. Well, the hockey cheerleaders used to do cool stuff. Yeah. They, they used to do, you know, like routines. Yeah. Are they on skates? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Far yeah, out. it was like ice dancing, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Now, have you seen that um, Netflix show called Cheer? Oh, my God. That's Can amazing. Can we talk? I know it's terrible. Holy cow. I had to clutch uh, no. my pearls because all it. those stunts are. That, speaking of athletics, right? Yeah, yeah. and but that's and the line of, about what's a sport and what's not a sport because yeah. that is definitely a sport. And speaking but it's, of gladiators, a lot of don't consider it a sport. Yeah, like those people are getting oh injured. God, yeah, the rate of injury and the dangerous oh, that, stuff that they're doing. Um, oh my god, that, that sounds pretty dangery. Dangery injury, danger. That <laughs> yeah. sounds pretty good. I, I think you should just you should check it you out. You should check it out just to know what it is. I'm not going to do it. It's actually okay, brutal. It's, it's pretty brutal. I'm not gonna. Throw I don't. People in the air. Yeah, I don't Pablo. care. Don't care. Don't care. I'm gonna. Pops, I'm gonna come you over would to enjoy your house. It. You would and really make enjoy you watch it because it, it's, it's just, you know there's the gay the the kind of heavy yeah uh, gay Jerry guy yeah yeah who, who, who's like you know the he he the heart and soul he's of the, the heart team, and soul he does Matt talk the best that's what they call yeah it. he is awesome I so love that great guy. no yeah. it's a really good show Pop so you should check it out. Does yeah. it have robots, spaceships, time? <laughs> it has. It has flying. Planet? It has flying. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, I just. I don't know. <laughs> hey, how do you? What's yeah, what's your favorite way to bake chicken? Well, like I'm a whole a chicken. So oh yeah. Besides you, spatchcock. What's spatchcock? I just wanted to say that word. <laughs> Is that a hockey thing or a it's, chicken thing? No, it's where you you split the or you uh, uh, take one of those big. Badass scissors, those cooking scissors, and you uh, cut along the spine. Whoa! Yeah. <laughs> and then you split the whole thing wide open. Oh yeah. Wait, we're and then still you, talking about chicken and <laughs> murdering, right? <laughs> and then you, you, generally, it's something that you do when you grill a chicken. Okay, because I want to so, bake it. Um, yeah, but you can also do it in baking, and it it just exposes more surface to the mm. you know so you haven't got the in and inside anymore mm. um it's all kind of big and flattened out mm. and yeah actually I, that's the way i like to bake a chicken okay. i like the spatchcock look it up spatchcock spatchcock what about Good just dumping Ooh. it spatchcock. in a bunch of oil don't people do that Deep frying. Deep fry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's also the beer can. Uh, yeah, the beer can. Thing. Well, What's McKenna gave me can? this um, clay pot you f- for you t- Christmas. Open a beer and you stick it inside the orifice and. Set the thing upright, kind of on the beer can, Did and the so I'm imagining two chickens <laughs> sitting around together. Like, hey, Jerry, how's it going? Oh, pretty good, Steve. Pretty good. How are you? Oh, pretty good. Uh, looks like I'm up next. Yeah, yeah. What do you think uh, the afterlife's going to be? Like? I don't know. Cut to skinned, chopped in half oh, beer God. can up the tuchus, <laughs> and I'm betting those chickens never saw that coming. That is so funny. Oh. Yeah, I didn't hear a word you said because I was watching this game. Okay. It's probably just as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on an essay called "Dear Anatomy Bequest Team." <laughs> yeah, I'm Go working on, on a, something on. called "Cut Down the Spine." <laughs> <laughs> Try, you know, check it out. It, it's it, it's really it's good because it makes it more crispy. Ah, uh, you know, yeah. Instead of having that inside that's all kind of gooey and stuff. Or grill it. Well, I've done it typically for grilling. Okay. But I, I you can do the same thing for, for baking. Yeah. You, you could uh, put it you, you could put it in the pan, yeah. broil it on one side, flip it over and do it on the other side. And then, yeah. Remember our first podcast when we were talking about sociability and community and, and creating more 
community, out of our homes. I'm having two people over for dinner. I'm making them food. Oh, and nice. I have never done that. Really? In terms of having people I I am trying to make friends Ooh, with. Who are these people? They're <laughs> new people? They're, they're new to me. And why aren't they us? <laughs> well, yeah, we should all have a, have a dinner at my house. Okay, I... But but but, I'm just saying I'm following through, gentlemen. This is what I'm saying is our initial I, I'm idea. suspect, and I feel like <laughs> what you're actually doing is trying to hold us accountable. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! No, I've I, got it on my list. Oh, you know what? Actually, list? so well, get out your list. My brother. list. Uh, see, Dad, here's my list. Won't okay. you love want, me? It's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Uh, my goal is to clean off my ping pong table in my basement, oh, which yeah. is yes. full of. I don't know if you've seen it. Yes. Yes. I want you to sh- yeah. Show me how to play ping pong. When I have people yeah. over, I want there to be ping pong. Yeah. Ping pong, saunaing. Uh, well, not. yeah. I mean, if you want to get sexy with it, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, they're good. yeah. If you want a sauna, you can sauna. But uh, I want a ping pong. I love yeah, ping, ping pong. pong. You know who's an amazing ping pong player is Julius Collins, who's the R and B singer. He's an amazing singer. He's wait, dear is he friend. alive? Is he? Yes, he, and he's does alive. He live in town? He's local. He okay. used to be in Greasy Meal. He's a star, and he's an, he's a phenomenal. You're saying ping he's pong a ping pongist? Huh? Yeah, he's a ping pongist. So if you do this and have a party, I'm bringing him. Another guy. No, I don't want a, d- a guy who's going to dominate. Yeah, you okay. don't want to ring okay. He wants Never a putz mind. like me. Yeah, okay. yeah. Did, well, you know, he could take a friendly, it like a friendly <laughs> amateur. Oh, we're not pong. okay. It's not for money. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a okay. okay, it's not a tournament. You're lucky if I can volley the dang thing. Yeah, okay. no, it's just friendly. No, Julius. Okay. Although I'm sure he's a lovely man. Yes. Um, yeah, so I want there to be ping pong available and maybe gr- uh, grilling. Ooh, grilling. What yeah. about chess? How do you feel about chess? Sure, sure. <laughs> chess. Yeah, and bring, your, chess? bring and, your nerds. And, <laughs> and when is this? Bring your, bring your unsociable. Your, your, your uns- they're, not, they're not all unclean oh and unsociable. <laughs> Socially retarded friends. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. No, well, I don't think it's so I've much I've met that, them. They're not, they're yeah. nice misfit. It's not wonderful. Wonderful. It's not so much the person as the game that shapes you. So when you're <laughs> in a group of people playing chess, that's really, you know, what shapes you rather than the individuals themselves in the world. Take them away from chess and they're beautiful. Well, well, they and start and to talk, they start to look people <laughs> in the eyes. Yeah, exactly. And the swing dance chess intersection, why that? Yeah. I mean, I know that's a thing. Well, it is because yeah, you know, I I had a career as a swing dancer. Yeah, so your reputation preceded yeah. you because I heard from Chris Schlick oh, yeah. Schlick thing about the swing a bing a bang bang. Yeah, yeah, about the legends of Pablo. Yes, and this Pablo. was before we did any of the podcasts or got right. to started getting together for breakfast. But I heard all these stories. Yes, it's all of, true. True. Of that. Pablo the Gay Blade. Yeah, it's the all rake. true. The swing, swing dance rake. So anyway, uh, man about town. I started a chess night and I recruited from wherever I could, including the swing scene. And then um, one of the guys swing dance scene. Yeah, swing. Yeah, good. Clarifying point of clarification. That's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then one of the guys who um, 
teaches also got very serious about chess. And so there's, there's been a high that correlation. Jeremy? Yeah, Jeremy. And then, um, yeah, did you, had you met Jeremy before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had. I think I met him at Peter Strom's yes, for a likely. party. Peter Strom likely. runs Uptown Swing. Yes. An amazing organization. Yes. And uh, just had their 10th anniversary. Yeah. Teaches well, no, 10th anniversary of their dance day. At, oh, I at, see. At uh, Glamdoll. Yeah. They do a dance. There's also uh, Swing of Soda, I heard. Have Swing you heard of Soda. Swing of Soda? I don't know if that's Terry and Cindy's thing. There are other other people out there. There's but, a bunch of them. But um, uh, what was I going to say? How was your swing? <gasps> I Intensive. am so excited. I did a four-hour swing yeah. dance in Santa ah, Ooh, Something happened. Marvin, I scored again. Yeah, I'm going to go like... That. Here, Frable, yeah, this is for you. I have never seen you more happy. I know, he's very excited. Frable, this is for you. Oh, oh you yeah. took a swing what class. A yeah. <laughs> thank you, Pablo. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, Christian. Oh, thank you, Dave. <laughs> I know, because for a second there, it really sounded like Dave was very proud of you. <laughs> Dad, why don't you I already me? said I was proud of you. I know, him. he sent me a text. Um, it's true. Thank you, Dave, for Okay, so who was your teacher? So, Peter. Pete and Pete, Naomi. Pete, uh, well, Naomi Strom. wasn't there. Pete Strom was there yeah. with a, a woman named Maddie. Oh, yeah, Maddie. And it was a okay. four-hour crash course at yeah. Sokol, which is that great Czech club yeah. on West 7th. It was phenomenal. On West 7th? Yeah. Over it's in the, yeah, it's the Czech Paul? club. Yeah, it's in St. Paul. Okay. Yeah. They're doing the crash courses there. But then last night, no, today's Friday. Wait, wait back up. Okay, Tell me sorry. about the crash course. How crash was it? Was what was your experience? So fun. Did you meet some cool kids? I. This is what happened, to be honest. Where where is this it's, by the way? What's the locale? Okay, <laughs> God damn. Are you saying? Okay, that is a testament to the power of the TV. We literally just said, Dad, that. my girlfriend Dana broke up with me. What? Oh yeah. What? Uh, so what's up with Dana? <laughs> okay, it's tell me at the so Tell me, tell me quick before okay, something else I happens need, on TV. Okay, but I need TV. some eye contact. I need some eye. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Now you're listening. Okay, I, I see that you're listening to me. Um, it's at the Czech Hall. <laughs> no, don't look Uh-oh. away. We oh. lost him. We lost him. <laughs> In St. Paul on West Czech 7th. Hall. The Czech Hall. It's called Sokol. S-O-K-O-L. Oh, I remember that word happening. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so oh you went God, You went so there. You had okay, a good time. First of all, Peter's an extraordinary yes. leader. Yeah. And, and a great teacher. Great teacher. There were about 45 people there. So yeah. it was a large group. He ran it like a, the pro that he is. There yeah. was never a down moment or a dull moment. And it was so sweet because it's all these people dancing. I mean, you know, I sweaty, imperfect, wonderful, flawed people just yeah. wanting to dance and it here, was here. gorgeous. It was so fun, and I loved it. I had a blast, and I signed up for the March classes, oh, and I went yay. on Wednesday. Oh, so you're going every I'm Wednesday? I'm going every and Wednesday. And who's your teacher? And is it Pete and Naomi? Pete. It's Peter and Maddie. Okay. Oh, I think Peter Naomi is uh, his wife and yeah. uh, they have a, a phenomenal baby. swing dancer and singer in her yeah. own celebrated right. Um yeah, it is was. It it's West such Coast a scene. or East Coast swing? Or it's what? Lindy Hop. It's Lindy. Oh, Lindy Hop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, out of Harlem. I mean, Peter's great because culturally he's so clear that this is a lineage from um, black folk from Harlem. 
um, and we have a lot to be grateful for. And he, you know, gives the attribution of Frank Manning as one of the important people. You know, I mean, Pablo, you know I more. Do know. You know all about this because Pabs, how? Tell me about your dancing career and background and proclivities. So long ago. I know, but you're not that long ago. Well, you know, Pete, who runs Uptown Swing, yeah, is a dear friend of mine, and um, we actually met when he first started dancing. I'd already been dancing. No. For a yeah, and um, his first. Actually, I don't think I hired him for his first dance gig, but I think I may have hired him for a second. Because where were you that you so, were hiring anybody? So who are you, Pablo Jones? So the layers uh, of the onion. I know. Peel Let's away. peel them off. I started to learn how to uh, swing dance and Lindy Hop um, before the swing craze hit in uh-huh. the in the late 90s just your time just before and i before was before swing kids or yeah when that was, movie came out it was, and it was right, like everybody wanted to well play. and the thing that really tripped the trigger was the gap ad there was a gap ad right i remember with that swing dancing and then it was after that and then a bunch of other sort of things in the popular culture which sort of tipped the scales and then it was a bona fide craze for six months a but year. But what got like you that. into it personally? Well, I was um, dating a gal who was a dancer, and she and her sister would go out dancing to Lee's on Wednesdays. And we broke up. And I would actually go there and play chess, or I would study chess while they were dancing. At Lee's Liquor Lounge? Yeah, yeah. And then um, it looked interesting, but I, I was sort of an enemy of dance. And I met a couple fellas there, one in particular... Um, Daniel, Can I who just was stop actually a, a hockey player. He's a hockey player. What's his last name? Um, well, I call him Daniel Tiger. I can't remember his <laughs> last name for some reason. He's a good friend of mine. I'm a terrible person. But I love that you were Pablo Jones, enemy of dance. Yes. That you take a stand, but then you change your stand sometimes. Yeah, because I'm not a very serious person. But no, anyway. because you're capable of learning <laughs> and evolving. So... Um, <laughs> Daniel uh, was so sweet, and I was very uncomfortable with it, but he sort of showed me, and he was like, hey, here's how you do it. And I was like, man, this feels terrible. I feel stupid. I don't like it. And he was like, well, that's how I felt at first. And I said, but you just keep doing it, and, uh, and then it starts to feel really good. And he was so lovely and so encouraging mm-hmm. um, that I kept at it. And then um, I actually I got really into it, and I joined a... Um, a performance troupe that did social and fad dances from the 20s to the 60s by a guy um, uh, who was uh, a local dance teacher and, and actually had national connections. Who was it? Um, Lance and I'm Beneshek is his name. Okay. And um, did your performance troupe have a name? I don't I don't know or care. Okay. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> it was lovely. It was a great experience. Curious. Anyway, so I was doing that and then. And then the swing craze hit. So I was about six months before it in terms of knowing how to Lindy Hop and whatnot. And there was a strong Lindy Hop scene here anyway, but it was mostly hobbyists. And then there was also a burgeoning um, rockabilly scene where they were doing like a six count, which is different than the Lindy, which is an eight count. And um, when it blew, there were not that many of us who were young and doing Lindy Hop. And so I very in a very lucky place, you know, a very lucky. Surf that wave. Yeah, and, and then a lot of things kind of happened with that, so I got a lot of gigs and, and did a lot of stuff, and there was uh, 
a company that sort of capitalized on all these um, crazes and they made a video and the two other teachers in town who were probably more qualified than I was to do it turned it down because they wanted to sort of do their own thing. So I got the gig and it wasn't a huge money gig, but I did it and hired a bunch of dancers and and that that video sold a ton and so I couldn't wow. go to any other town without being recognized which was very funny <laughs> because I had no aspirations to be known as a dancer I, I just famous. yeah it was it was true and, and where was, is that video how can we view it you can yeah. find it but I'll, I'll tell you dude was, that, that is the prime that That's is the, all I want to do now all our listening <laughs> audience wants to and know and in fact What's Naomi okay. Naomi Bef- when oh. she was a kid watched that oh my tape God, and so beautiful. peter when he started is to, it to get really well known no peter when he God started to get it. really well known uh people we say oh you're from minnesota do you know pablo oh like, my God. it's very funny it's so it actually kind of not a great thing for me because i only just wanted to enjoy swing dancing and instead people had this whole relationship with me and i i had nothing to do with it you know it wasn't anyway but uh, wow. so I had a tiny career oh, as a swing cool. dancer. It was super fun, super sweet. How old were you? Well, Thirty. Thirty. You know, it was a long time ago. Oh, this kid just got a birthday present. Yay! We're at we're at a restaurant, as you know. George yeah. and the Dragon. Yeah. Yep. Very nice. Anyway, 50th. so that's my story. That's that's really great. Now, when did you stop swing dancing, and when will you swing well, dance again? I don't. I mean, it's tapered off. Yeah. When off. was the last time you you uh, danced? Within the last year, probably. Okay, because now we have this in common, you guys. Yeah, we should go out I on have, I guess Monday I got to take you swing have, lessons you now. Have, yeah. But you're a dancer, man. You do the Latin thing, Latin. right? Yeah. So Latin's I did the my, my crash course was in six count, and my yeah. class is in eight count. Yeah. Oh, and you haven't started the class yet? I started it. I had one class. Oh, beautiful. It was gorgeous. And is Chaz there? No, but Chaz was at the um, Glam Doll. Yeah, yeah. And Chaz is very good. That was fun to see him. Yeah, he's great. great okay. Oh. We've reached uh, an hour and 17 minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Anybody have any recommendations? Oh, recommendations. Try not to watch too much hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Love my your rec- kids. Yeah. My yeah. recommendation is to watch high school boys hockey. Uh, my recommendation is to be with friends and have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I second that. Oh, you know, um, actually, I do have a recommendation. Uh, so uh, I just finished A Gentleman in Moscow. Oh, yeah. I was calling it The Russian Gentleman for a while, but it's actually called A Gentleman in Moscow. And, and it was beautiful. And now I'm reading a book that I'm totally hooked on, and I can't wait to read, read on it again. I just started it yesterday. Eleanor Oliphant is... Is completely fine, or you know this book? I heard of it. Yeah, it's a it's a YA. Novel, is it right? a YA? Okay, I, I could be wrong. It it I is kind of simply written, but it, but no, she's a she's a you know like a thirty year old woman mm. in the book okay. who's and she talks a lot about sex. No, it's not YA. Okay, never mind. Um, Ooh, I do have a recommendation. And uh, yeah, and it's very good. Okay. What's yours? Okay, my recommendation is uh, called Lost Connections, Why You're Depressed, and How to Find Hope by uh, Johan Hari. Okay. It's really great. It's a lot about... Depression. It's about e- emotional health, uh, ultimately, and, and it's about community and friendship and um, what the antidotes to mental illness are and how there's a myriad um, of antidotes and 
ways to deal with depression and emotional illness, and a lot of them have nothing to do with taking pills. That's hmm. just one Doing idea. Doing podcasting with people you love. Yeah, podcasting with people you love. My That's right. recommendation, get enough sleep. Oh, yes. Love yourself. Love others. Love. Love. Yep. All right. That's a good note to end on. Beauty. Take care, guys. Yeah. Oh. Thanks, Dave. Wait, wait, Thanks, wait, wait, wait. Can't end it yet because oh, okay, I got to do the... Do we do the outro? Did your team win? Yeah. No, this is at the end of the first period and okay. they, uh, yeah, they're up two to nothing. So are nice. you just going to hang out here and watch it? Uh, maybe I'll go home and watch <laughs> <laughs> where, where I'm appreciated. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you Love too. You.